You should really close that closet behind you. It scares me. I think Brandon left it open one day. God damn! Ah! <laughs> Why is it like that? That's perfect, like, choking yeah. length. I feel like I could see a little hand come oh. out, like... A little leprechaun hand? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Old lady bones. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff of my nightmares. Yeah. That's well, better. Thanks for the warning. You're my welcome. gosh. How it's long been have I been sitting here already? Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I could have died so many times. You could have. Especially in this house. Oh, man. Seriously. Welcome to episode 41. Woo! And guess what, guys? We're pre-recording now because I am on baby watch. Yeah, you are. You're about to pop a baby out uh -huh. any day now. Especially this one comes out on the 23rd. Yep. You might have a kid. I might have a kid by then. I'm due the 5th of July. But listen, I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, any day. Oh my God. Yeah, my body's ready to push this kid out. You poor fucking soul. Get ready for that. Yeah, so if we're a little behind on current events, because we're so in the know on current events, <laughs> if we're a little behind, uh, we apologize. We're trying to stay ahead of it so that you guys have uninterrupted listening pleasure yeah. while I push a baby out my vajaz. Vajaz. I, I don't know why I called it that. <laughs> I've literally never once called it a vajaz. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You're going to do great. I'm going to do great. I've done it before. I could do it again. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You got doctors. Just remember, say yes to the epidural. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. As soon as you start to feel it. They'll be like, yeah. ma'am, that wasn't even a contraction. <laughs> I'm like, I might have to poop or I had a contraction. <laughs> I'm not sure. I would like to not know. <laughs> <laughs> Please get rid of it now. <laughs> yeah, definitely learn my lesson. Yeah, you were silly last time. Fuck contractions. Yeah. I can almost guarantee you, though, I'm going to do the same shit where I'm going to hold out as long as I can and then get it. It's ridiculous. I know, but I think it's because I feel like I held out so long last time that by the time I got the epidural, I didn't care. I didn't feel it. It was a beautiful thing, and it was great. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I go too early, I'm going to be like, I mean, I don't really need it yet. <laughs> I'm being a little dramatic. Yeah. I, I don't know. I As soon as I succumbed to the epidural where I was like, okay, yes, now, uh -huh. it was like a, why isn't it in me yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, mine was too. <laughs> okay. Why hasn't the pain stopped? <laughs> okay, Erin, give me your goddamn. I will. Mine actually happened on... Friday. Friday. <laughs> That's right. That's how you're supposed to remind me of what my goddamn was. <laughs> happened on Friday. Brandon was like, I'm going to go to my buddy's house to play pool and whatever. And I was like, do you, deuces, don't care, bye. Yeah. Like, Have I'm fun. not... I'm not a jealous or like oh you left me anything like that i'm like yeah no we we take turns yeah yeah go have fun <laughs> i'm gonna be editing or whatever actually uh -huh. i think i was researching that night so uh -huh. i was reading about murder uh -huh. all fucking night all alone all alone in my house with carl and hank my two main men my my dogs yeah, yeah. and then i was ready to go to bed uh-huh and it was like 11 30 or so uh-huh and i crawl into bed and it's all dark and i'm laying in bed and i'm just on reddit then trying to make happy things happen in your brain no no i wasn't i was Ugh. reading about like what's the most terrifying thing that's ever happened to you if you live out in a rural area and oh I was god like, i'll read this thread yeah that's a great idea <laughs> so then it was all like oh well one time a guy was fucking staring in my window my back window oh for, no you know like random shit like that and so I was reading all of that, and I was like, I should really stop. And then I heard someone walking on my porch, and I was like, I wonder <gasps> if Brandon's home. Yeah. And so I waited, and then there was nothing, and then there was fucking man sounds again. Like, what? Like, a man was walking, like, down the hallway, it sounded like. but like In your house? Yeah, but no one was inside. I know no one was inside. Oh, so my God. So I'm like, God. okay, I'm tripping out, right? Yeah. The dogs were both in my bedroom with me. Yeah. Not not a sound like i'm just losing my mind right okay and then it happened a third time no where it sounded like there was a fucking person like and it was a heavy footsteps yeah of like walking around my house and then carl and hank both went fucking bananas oh my god no and i was like nope fuck this i'm like i don't know what to do so obviously i can't sleep now and yeah. i'm like shot up in bed and carl had gone to the front porch and was like barking at I don't know what. Oh, you let them out of the room? Well, he, like, I didn't have it closed, okay. so Carl just ran out of the room. Okay. And 
I mean, didn't like get shot immediately or anything. Yeah, yeah. But he also wasn't doing like I see you barks. Yeah, you know? he was just like barking like I heard a noise. Yeah. And so I'm like, also, I don't want him to bark right there because that's like right where my kid's room is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep it safe, but don't wake up the baby. <laughs> exactly. And then I open the door to the bedroom to like look out and be like, are we going to get murdered, Carl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he looked at me and just like came back to the room and I was like, Okay, I'm freaked the fuck out. Yeah, don't do that shit, man. Yeah, and Hank was locked in his crate because he's an asshole at night. So. Yes, <laughs> so he has to sleep in that. Yeah, he has to be in the crate, but he was barking from the crate. Like, he had heard whatever it was, too. Oh, man. Yeah, and then I text Brandon, and I was like, hey, come home now. I'm scared. Yeah. I never do that shit. Yeah. I never do that shit because I'm not a pussy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I read about this shit all the time. I hear about it all the time. I don't jump at every little sound yeah, or anything fine. like that. Yeah, fine. And also, in reality, if I'm going to die, it's probably better that Brandon's not here. <laughs> like, he can, I don't know, carry on the fucking legacy of our family. <laughs> I don't know. He could, you know? Get, he could sing your song. Exactly. <laughs> sing, praise, sing my praises to the world. <laughs> but also, then I wanted him here because I'm like, I, I'm not I'm, dead yet. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. And also, I'm not going to grab the gun. Like, Oh, my God. Is, is the murderer in the closet behind me? Maybe. Hello. Maybe. Are you in here? <laughs> Hello. Stay in there a little longer till I leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then forevermore. Cause oh, shit. Out of there. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then Brandon texted me back and was like, are you serious? Yeah. Or he said, like, like really? Do you really want me to? And yeah. so I texted him back, like, all caps, like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I've never once texted you this. I'm scared. I have scared. never once texted you this. Like, why are you not here now? I'm pissed. <laughs> I got so mad. And then he came home, like, immediately. And there was nothing, you know, nothing shady outside that it was we all could fine. see. Yeah, it was literally nothing. But swear to God, man, fucking man footsteps around my house. And I'm Hell like, no. Don't you have cameras on the front porch? Or are you used no, to? No, not on the front porch oh. anymore. We use them for the bottom room for Carl and the baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we need to get another camera. Yeah, put that shit up again. Mm-hmm. Brandon was like, as soon as they go on sale, I'm buying more. Yeah. Like, fucking good. Please do. Like, I want that shit all over my house. That's scary. Yeah, I was freaked out. Did you feel better once he got home, or was it still, like, hard to sleep? I was still pretty, like, yeah. stock full of adrenaline. Yeah, that happens to me, too, like, when I get spooked or think someone's in the house or anything like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter if Lee's there or not. I mean, obviously, I'd prefer him to be there, because I don't want to die alone. But <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Like, he sleeps through everything, and he doesn't think anything is anything. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll be the one to get us out of this bind. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just fucking lure the murderer this way. Oh, my God. God damn, that's terrifying. Yeah, I was pretty fucking scared. Okay, so somebody may or may not still be in the house or was in your house. Yeah. Anything or missing? at least on the porch. No, nothing was missing. And the doors were locked and everything. Like, I think that me hearing them inside was, like, my mind playing tricks on me. Yeah. And, like, I think maybe it was coming from the porch. Oh, gosh. Which, also, we have birds nesting up there right now. Yeah. So, like, maybe they were flapping against the, the wall. I don't know. And Carl heard that. Yeah. But it sounded like footsteps. Oh, I was freaked out. Yeah. Your house is very distinct, too. Like, you could hear footsteps. Yeah, it's a very creaky house. Yeah, like, you have levels, so they're, like, the floor isn't, like, it's like a hollow sound underneath it. Yeah. Or my house is, like, on straight cement, so I'm like, was that the baby gate opening? (laughs) Yeah. I have to listen for other clues. (laughs) No, literally, Carl walking down the hall sounds like a man is walking down the hall. Yeah. Like, he's... I mean, he's as heavy as a man. He's probably heavier than most men. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. You can hear, like, you can feel them coming down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Like a bass. It's scary. Well, yeah. Let's hope that shit doesn't happen again. Luckily, I'm still here. I'm still alive, everyone, to tell you all about me. Glad you made it. Thank you. Do you have a goddamn for me, Stacey? I do. Yesterday, (laughs) my dear, dear son. He has been, like, hopped up on something lately. I don't know what it is, but he has got some energy. (laughs) And he always has, but, like, it's, like, next level. Like, he's sweating and running around. And I'm like, you're playing by yourself. (laughs) Like, what is going on? (laughs) Anyway, so he was on that yesterday, and he was hopping all around. And we have these, like, little mini ottomans that are kind of, like, step stools that he can use to, like, climb on. And he can see out the window, out our living room window, whatever. Or he can, like, stack them and play with them. And he does this all the time. He was climbing on one to look out the window and somehow it slipped out from underneath him. (gasps) So he biffed it. Oh no. And it flipped upside down and his back landed on it. So he got, and it has like this wood 
yeah. like frame that's kind of exposed because they're old and you know yeah <laughs> the bottom little mesh thing that keeps it looking nice is torn off and long gone but so he got this like big scrape down his back <gasps> and it looks kind of like road rash or like a rug burn oh that God. kind of a scrape my poor baby and it's like as long as my hand maybe oh my god and he's fine and everything but this is his first like road rash experience which that shit sucks yeah get a little raspberry yeah it's not like a normal it feels kind of like a burn right like how your skin's like oozing clear stuff yeah okay stick to it yeah so he's screaming and i come over and he's like you know we're hugging and everything and normally he'll like biff it and if he cries it's like a second he's really not yeah like a the most kind of attention seeking he does is like oh i got a boo-boo it's really bleeding i need a band-aid and he'll be like it's really really bleeding and there's no blood (laughs) but he's not like crying sobbing right yeah he was losing his shoot i know it broke my heart but here's the worst part. Mm-hmm. It went on for hours. Like, I couldn't get him to stop. Really? I gave him a popsicle at one point. Yeah. To, like, you know, Calm induce down. emotional eating. <laughs> <laughs> to encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I gave him a popsicle, and that helped for a little bit. But even then, he'd be eating it, and then he'd be like, <gasps> my hour really hurt. And he'd start crying. Aww. and. It went on for hours, and Lee and I had all these grand ideas for the morning, like, oh, we're going to get all this shit done. And that's what we were doing, is, like, getting ready so that we could head out and go do all these fun things. Yeah. But he wouldn't put a shirt on. He wouldn't, like, he didn't want to go anywhere. He didn't want to get in the car. Even when we were, like, bribing him with, like, ooh, we're going to go get a milkshake, or we're going to go get a smoothie, or whatever, he was like, no, my owie needs to heal before we leave. And he was screaming, like, he would calm down, and there would still be tears running down his face, and then out of nowhere, he would just, like, burst out screaming again. Poor little guy. Oh, my God, it broke my heart, and it was, like, the longest owie scenario i know i'm in for like so many more all these mothers are like oh just wait yeah (laughs) wait till you get a broken arm yeah i know no he's not allowed to break anything i know oh my gosh it broke my heart though it was the first time that i ever couldn't fix it like yeah that mama kisses didn't work you know what did work though was i put a bunch of band-aids on it it took four band-aids to cover this thing and he didn't want them and he's all about band-aids yeah and he did not want them but once i put them on i think it helped from like the back of his pants hitting the owie and so he kind of calmed down and then we could put a shirt on and i was like letting him pick all the shit out like he loves wearing his like slippery shark shirt for like water wear you know like if you go in the water yeah and so i let him wear that all day (laughs) yesterday poor little guy anyway so was my goddamn i was like oh man he freaking actually like legitimately hurt himself not just a little bump yeah goddamn poor little man yeah and then lee and i were exhausted like yeah we had to go do the hospital tour and everything yesterday and so my parents had to come over and they took care of the kid from then on and yeah. we were just like fried because you're uh, dealing with like a crazy kid yeah and emotionally fucking and we had this distraught. like big fun day planned and it was just like not doing any of that nope poor little guy yeah that's my goddamn goddamn yep poor little guy i know my little man yeah. all righty let's get this show on the road let's talk about some murder stacy murder give me your story i will here it comes coming at your hat yeah so my story is about the hello kitty murder what have you ever heard of this no i hadn't either it's fucking weird all right it sounds like it will be already <laughs> this happens in hong kong so you're gonna have to bear with me as i say some of these names haha <laughs> it's finally you <laughs> yay so fan man Yi was a 23 year old nightclub hostess in hong kong in 1999 okay Fan was abandoned by her family when she was just a little girl, and so she ended up growing up in a girl's home, which I'm assuming is an orphanage. Okay, yeah. Of some sort for only girls. Makes sense. When she became a teenager, uh, she had become addicted to drugs and turned to prostitution to support her habit. Ooh. Anyway, so while she was living this whole lifestyle of prostitution and drug life and all this shit, she began hanging around with this organized crime syndicate who called themselves the triad and it was like three guys all right as far as i could tell right Mm -hmm. and they were known drug lords and pimps Ooh. so she starts hanging out with them good they're well known in hong kong as like these bad guys yeah somewhere along the way she meets a man and they get married and she gets pregnant 
I don't know what order this all happens in, but she ends up having a husband and a son. Okay. And once she realizes that she was pregnant, she kicks her drug habit and changes her lifestyle, and she, like, sobers up for the baby, right? Good for her. Right? Yeah. I don't know if she already had this job or if she gets a job at a local nightclub to become the hostess and basically making ends meet, right? Yeah. This is how she's doing her life. But at this point in time, she's no longer on drugs. Good. She runs into this triad, like, mob people pretty often because they frequent her club Mm -hmm. it's not clear if what happens next took place before fan got married or after like and had the baby and everything or Mm -hmm. after because i pieced this together from a lot of different stories and they kind of vary and none of them really specify the timeline okay but at some point she supposedly steals four thousand dollars from one of the drug lords wallets not a good idea i think she just stole the wallet entirely and it had four thousand dollars in it okay and supposedly this was to help her pay for her addiction so i don't know if she relapsed or i would say it sounds more like a something a drug addict would do yeah or if it happened prior to her getting sober yeah or what but at some point the important thing is she stole this wallet and it had four grand in it and it was one of the drug lords. Yeah. Ooh, it's a really bad idea. Uh, super bad idea. The wallet that she stole the money from was the main drug lord guy who went by the name of Chan Man Luck. And he was 34 years old. Okay. Or somewhere in his 30s. Might be 32. Okay. Anyway. Like you were saying, that's not a good idea. No. <laughs> to steal from the drug lord. So he gets really pissed and Fan knows that she fucked up. So she's like, let me return this wallet to this guy. With the money? With the money. Good. Along with an extra 10 grand as like an apology. Whoa. I don't know where she came up with this. Stole someone else's wallet. I don't know if he persuaded her to give her him the 10 grand as well or if she just did it out of the kindness of her heart. Yeah. But she paid some interest. Some. <laughs> uh, but Chan is still mad and he says that she owes him 16 more grand. Holy shit. To pay off the debt, right? Well, that's... What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a drug lord. He's, yeah, I you're mean... You're never going to be able to pay off the debt. I know. You're it's gonna not have to, actually a debt. It's an arbitrary Yeah. He's just coming up with head. numbers. Yeah. yeah. So, Fan doesn't have the money. And Obviously. she can't come up with it. I don't have the money. I don't either. I don't even have the four grand. Yeah. Right? So Chan decides that he's going to make her pay the money back by making her work as a sex worker. No. Yeah, this isn't going to go well. No, she's a mom. I know. To a little boy. I mean, that doesn't really make a difference, but also kind <laughs> but of But it does. does in our head. Yeah. So Chan enlists the help of his two lynchmen, which were part of that triad, right? Uh-huh. Leung Xing Cho, who was 27, and Leung Wei Lun, who was 20. Okay. They both have the same first name. <laughs> okay. And Chan enlists them to go to Fan's house to kidnap her. So on March 17th, 1999, the two men go and kidnap her. Oh my God, how fucking scary. I know. And they take her to Chan's apartment, which was weirdly lavishly furnished with Hello Kitty products. Like, okay. he had bed sheets and curtains and towels and kitchen utensils and stuffed animals like everything was this hello kitty sanrio product thing is it it's hello kitty expensive like is it like ooh, check this out i can afford all this hello kitty stuff like you, you know I, disney stuff is yeah way yeah i think so because do you remember hello kitty being like a big thing when we were younger yeah yeah it was, it was like huge. a huge thing there was like a sanrio store at the mall yeah yeah. yeah, so I kind of think so. Like, maybe this is like, oh, I have so much money. Everything's Hello Kitty. But, but also, why did you choose Hello Kitty? Like, you didn't even choose, like, Bat Maru or whatever the yeah. fucking scary one was. <laughs> yeah, and you're, like, 34 years old. And you're a man. I don't get it. But anyway. I mean, if you're a man that's trying to, like, be intimidating, I don't think Hello Kitty was the way to go. <laughs> but maybe he wasn't bringing people back that he'd like to intimidate to his apartment. Except for her? Yeah, but, I mean, it's a chick. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I she's guess. been there before. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But this also his henchmen are going in there. Like <laughs> I feel like you're gonna lose cr- 
Reddit or They're like, I really love what you've done with the place. Right? Is this a new spatula? (laughs) I love that it's in the shape of Hello Kitty's face. That's funny. Do the ears get caught on the corners of things? (laughs) I love that it's hot pink also. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I have no idea why this was a thing. Okay. But the three men were drug lords, like I said. So they were obviously doing drugs. Uh Uh-huh. And they were getting high on ice, which is crystal meth. Oh, good. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. (laughs) I had to look it up even though I watch a shit ton of Intervention. So I should have just known that off the top of my head. No, it's probably best that you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So these guys would get high and then they would start beating on Fan. Oh, no. And they decided to abandon the idea of making her a sex worker and instead thought that it was a good idea to keep her captive and torture her. Fuck. For their enjoyment. Fuck, no. I just want to warn you. I mean, that's both torture, but. I know. But I just want to warn you that I don't know if it's because I'm pregnant or what, but it like really grossed me out to write the story. So it's not a good one. Great. It's kind of gross. Thanks for that. And it made me not feel good. <laughs> okay. Again. I'm ready. Okay. On a freaking Sunday. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Have these thoughts in my head. But I also like find these ones like captivating. It's like yeah. I've got a morbid curiosity. Yeah. I think it's sickening the thought of like who does this to yeah. these people. Like, yeah. Why does this give you pleasure how the fuck did you even think of some of this stuff is yeah. where I, my head goes to yeah and then also what i do though is like i overthink it like your axe murderers in the previous episode yeah i'm like oh god like when you think about what that really means yeah you're like oh that's too much yeah so Ugh. i think i do a pretty good job at like not going that deep and then every once in a while i do go that deep and then i get all fucked up over it <laughs> i feel you <laughs> okay so it turns out Chan had a 13-year-old quote-unquote girlfriend living with him. Oh, well, that's where all the hell it I was going to say, maybe that's why like he was like trying to impress her, but she's 13. You don't have to, right? Yeah, but also maybe she was like, I love Hello Kitty. And he's like, baby, you will not believe what I have in store for you. I have decorated my entire apartment just to your liking. Yeah, or maybe, I mean, obviously he's a pedophile, right? So maybe he was trying yeah. to like get little girls. Oh, gross. Like maybe that was his fucking hook line. And yeah, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> and then he sinker. <laughs> Gross. Sorry. Okay, so, so this 13-year-old girlfriend, uh-huh. she claims that on one occasion, Chan had kicked Fan at least 50 times. And God. this girl, whose name is protected from all of the reports and everything, so I'm just going to call her the girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, she even admitted to beating Fan herself and, like, slapping her in the face and, like, crushing her hands and oh weird shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I don't know if she was, like, forced to do it or if she partook in it just because it was, like, you're scared or if she was, was like, yeah, this say, is fun. I was going to say, I think that's, like, a fine line. Yep. Because being forced to do it versus like if i don't do it then they're gonna like do it to me yeah turn this on me or something is almost the same yep i agree so the three men and the girlfriend would melt plastic straws nope and they would let it drip onto fans feet ow and then they would pour scalding hot boiling chili oil over the burns to inflict more pain (gasps) How do you think of this? Like, who thought, who was like, I have some straws and a lighter. I've got an idea. Yeah. And then also, you know, it'd be fun is to boil some chili oil and pour that on her. Like. Why? First of all, it's boiling oil, so it's going to burn you. And then plus it's chili oil on some already inflicted wounds. Well, and it's already on burns. You know how Ugh. if a burn gets like under <gasps> warm water, you're like, why is it so hot? Oh my God. Holy shit. How the fuck do you think of this shit? Was it on her bottom of her feet yeah it was on the soles of her feet oh that sounds awful yeah oh my god you can't even walk away after that i know um (gasps) that sucks fan would get tied would be tied up with electrical tape and hung from the ceiling oh my god And everyone would take turns beating her with metal pipes holy shit and various objects until she would be bloody and severe like have a bunch of several broken bones oh my god yeah she kept this, like, the articles kept specifying, like, broken bones in her hands. Oh. I don't know why. Maybe, like, to keep her from escaping or anything, or maybe those bones break easiest. I don't know. I don't either. They would leave her then hanging on the ceiling and would play video games and continue to do drugs with her just hanging there, like, passed out, bleeding. That's awful. Right? They, this poor fucking girl. I know. 
This part is weird. They tore and electrocuted her genitals. Ugh! Oh, no. No. I don't know what that means. I don't want to know. Next. Okay. Go on. I and, don't want to know. And then they bit at her breasts. Oh. They would... I'm so sorry, guys. God. I don't... I picked it. It was like Hello Kitty and the... The main headline, which I haven't even gotten to, I was like, that's really weird. And then as I dug, I'm like, all this other deeper shit. And I'm like, this is going to be hard to talk about. Jesus, yeah. They would urinate into her mouth. <gasps> and in one occasion, the 13-year-old girlfriend was made to defecate into a shoebox and feed the human feces to Fan. I, no. 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 What? No. The fuck? First of all. Yes. That's torture for the little girl, too. Yes. Because no one actually wants to be that close to their own <laughs> I'm gagging. No. Like, ugh. That's... And then you have to think, too, like, I don't know when this happened, but it's not like this lady's getting bathed or showered or anything. So once you smear feces on somebody, it's going to be there. Yeah. Until you piss it off. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. That's so gross. It's like getting a poo fleck off the toilet. <laughs> if you're, if a, dude. you're a dude yeah. yeah we don't get that advantage no that's an awful thing to say though oh uh, so sorry so this went on for at least a month until fan began to start like fading in and out of consciousness and then one day the girlfriend comes home and discovers that fan had died oh my god fucking thank god yes seriously poor a, girl. a month poor poor girl a month with these weird people so this is mid-april now Okay. And the three men decide to drag Fan's body to the bathtub and they use a saw to dismember her and they wrap up her body parts in newspaper and they freeze it. Okay. Now they have all these body parts, right? Mm -hmm. And they have to get rid of them. But they decide that they don't want to just like throw it away because you'll smell the decaying flesh. So they decide they're going to boil all of her flesh and meat. And cook it and then throw it away in the trash so that they won't alarm anyone with the smell of decaying flesh. It'll okay. just be like beef or something. Yeah, meat. Yeah. So they start boiling her body parts. Ugh. They often cooked their own meals alongside the cooking body parts. Like one burner they're boiling her, the other burner they're making some fucking rice or That's whatever. N no. And then one account said that they used the same utensils that no. they were cooking dinner with and they would stir their food and then stir her. No! And then go back to their food. That's I don't unsanitary. Know if, I don't know if that's true. I don't know who would admit to that. I don't know how they got that information. But what the actual yeah, fuck? Yeah, like what kind of interrogation was this? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Did you get another spoon? No. <laughs> no, I used it. I used the same spoon. Ugh, I have no idea. That's fucking awful. So what they would do with this cooked meat then is they would either throw it in the trash they would give it to stray dogs or they would put it in soup and give it to the homeless. No. Again, I don't know if this is true because who the fuck would admit to that? But what? What? Those poor homeless people. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you think after a while they were like, I don't want whatever it is that you're serving. <laughs> it's Your not soup good. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like poop. Oh, oh God. Yeah. So one of the men then take Fan's head and they boil it till all of the flesh and the meat cook off and they're left with just her skull. Okay. Then for some unknown reason, Chan ripped to open the head of one of his giant Hello, like stuffed Hello Kitty dolls. It was what a mermaid doll. And he sewed the skull inside of the stuffed animal. What the fuck? This is the whole reason I picked the case because that was like the headline. And That's I was like, I'm sorry, What? psychotic what the fuck why That's psychotic why why would you do that well because he's a psycho yes also i don't know man that doll's fucking possessed now like <laughs> you're just gonna keep that shit in your house yeah why would you keep that no you don't want that shit in your house no no, no. uh he kept it that's bad fucking omens yeah Weird and trip. the little girlfriend like yeah you might like everything Hello Kitty, but then you kind of desecrated a Hello Kitty thing with a fucking <laughs> human skull. Oh, my God. Uh, I have no freaking idea what the motive, what the purpose, but he did it. So then... How did they find that? I'll tell you. Okay. 
So then the three men, they continue on their life as if like nothing had happened, right? They feel no guilt over this. Yeah. But the 13-year-old, she starts to feel like a lot of guilt. Yeah, because she's 13. Right? And she's like, my Hello Kitty doll (laughs) is fucking possessed. You're not far off with that statement. (laughs) Oh, my God. She started having nightmares, and she believed that Fan's angry spirit was torturing her when she would sleep. Yeah, it probably fucking was. I know, right? (laughs) And that she needed to notify the police for her dreams to stop. Yeah. So she goes to the police and she's like, yo, some shit went down in this apartment. And she tells them all about the crime. And they almost don't believe her. Like, it's so far-fetched that they're like, you're just making shit up. But the police go to the apartment, which had since been abandoned. Like, they had left and moved somewhere else. Did he take all of his Hello Kitty stuff? I don't know, because the pictures look like this place is in shambles. But they, the, all the articles make it sound like this guy was really well off. Yeah. He had a lot of money and it was really lavish with all this Hello Kitty stuff. So I don't know how much longer it had been before they had come to the apartment. But it kind of looked like messy and dirty. Hmm. Anyway, they go to the apartment and they search it and they end up finding one of Fan's teeth, (gasps) some internal organs. What? Where were those? I don't know. One article I read said that they put it in a plastic bag and then threw it out the window and that it landed on like the canopy to the the shop below the apartment. What? But I, I couldn't find that article again. I had read it and then didn't save the article and I couldn't find it again. Yeah. And it just said that they found some of her internal organs. What the fuck? Yeah. A terrible way to get rid of the body, by the way. Yeah. Also, if you're under one of those awnings, you'd be like. What's that smell? Well, What's that, that up there? Assume it didn't smell. Assume it didn't leak because it's in a plastic bag. But like you would see like the shadow and hanging down of like something's on the roof. Maybe. Like, something's on the awning. What if it's like a metal awning though? Uh, maybe. I was thinking like a canopy one, but. Yeah. I was thinking like, you know, outside of hotels or stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With the little like. It's like canvas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canvas with the, what is that called? Like scalloped edges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little frilly things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So they also find her skull, which was sewn inside of that Hello Kitty doll. Okay. So he at least left that there. He left it. And it corroborates the girlfriend's story. So yeah. the police are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You well, didn't so does make the fucking tooth and intestines, but. Yeah. yeah but I mean, <laughs> when they say like, ah, he's so... He sewed her skull into a doll. You're like, what the fuck? You're being crazy. Like, no, he didn't, you crazy person. But he did. That's fucking, ugh. Yeah, so the three men are arrested, obviously, and the girlfriend was given immunity from prosecution in exchange for testifying against the three men. She better hope they stay in prison for fucking ever. Right? And this is the reason we know everything that happened is because of this girl, even though she participated in some of it. But it's crazy that she got, like, full immunity. Yeah, but also she was 13. Yeah, and like if she were to get anything, I'd be like, it's got to be like a light-ish sentence, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then like to call her a girlfriend, she probably was forced into it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure, though. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her parents owed the mob something. Oh, God, that's terrible. She's 13. Yes. Where were her parents? You said she returned home? to this guy's apartment yeah he lived, lived with there. her with him yeah, yeah that's not my 13 year old kids not living anywhere but my house that's right god damn it <laughs> so all three men denied killing fan and said that she had died from a drug overdose which she administered herself uh-huh but they did admit to preventing her from getting a lawful burial which i guess is a criminal charge in hong kong okay During the trial, the three men all blamed each other and minimized their own role in the torture. Of course. And because... Wait, are they admitting to torture being done then? Well, I guess when it's like being brought up, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't do that. Maybe it was this guy that did that, but I wasn't. I didn't do that. Yeah. Okay. So perhaps. Um, Because of the way that the three men had disposed of her body, a medical examiner couldn't confirm her cause of death. Yeah. They couldn't really say, like, did she die of a drug overdose or did she die from being beaten to death? Because of this fact, the jury couldn't find the men guilty of murder, but they did convict the men of manslaughter and they were sentenced to life in prison with, with the possibility of parole after 20 years. What? So this happened in, they were convicted in 2000. So next year. (gasps) They'll be up for parole. They will be up for parole. They're not going to get parole, though. I don't know. But what if you're that girlfriend? Fuck that. She has to have a different name, live in a she different fucking place. Be, yeah. Whoa. And That's no traces insane. back to her. 
Isn't that crazy? Who the fuck does that? That's insane. This poor girl and her poor little boy and her poor family. I know. And I guess her husband was saying in one of the articles, like, she used to do drugs and everything, but she cleaned up when she got pregnant and she never went back to it. Like, claimed that she was, like, clean and living the good life. Like, she didn't deserve what happened to her. Well, obviously, she didn't deserve what happened to her. But no, it's still kind of unclear to me, like, when she took the wallet. (laughs) Yeah. Or do you think, what if it's like he left the wallet at the nightclub? And so she was like, oh, I know who this belongs to. And he looked at it as like stealing or something. Yeah. But Ugh. it's uh, all the articles said she stole it to support her drug ha- habit. Which isn't far-fetched for someone who's addicted to drugs to yeah. steal. Absolutely not. But, I mean, maybe she was like drugged when she did it because you would think, I'm not going to do it to a drug lord. Yeah, that wouldn't be my top And then she pick. paid him back. Like, oh. Sorry about it. Yep. I was high. Yeah. And then with an extra ten thousand dollars like yep. i don't know man not wild that's insane all right give me your story oh, god damn <laughs> well keeping with my uh parent theme of spoiled children turning on their parents right now uh-huh because my last week's one was also about that i have another one for you okay everybody this is a warning not to spoil your children yeah, don't fucking spoil your kids. They'll come back and kill you. They might, as soon as you unspoil them. <laughs> so so this takes place in Turtle Bay, New York. Ooh, Turtle Bay. Mm-hmm. The last one was in New York also. Yeah. Apparently, people in New York Are really spoiled. don't spoil your kids because <laughs> <laughs> bad shit happens. There's a man named Thomas Gilbert and his wife, Shelly Gilbert, and they had like a picture-perfect life with their children, Thomas. Thomas Gilbert Jr., basically. Uh-huh. Basically. Basically. He goes by Tommy. Uh-huh. And Claire Gilbert. Tommy was a 34-year-old man at the time. He was diagnosed with a bunch of mental disorders, including anxiety, paranoia, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and apparently they got worse as he reached adulthood. I think we all have all of those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. My fucking goddamn was about paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> but in adulthood, he suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Okay, we don't all have those. No. Those are a little more severe. Yeah. But he had a good childhood and he was raised in privilege. His parents had put him through college at Princeton University. Ooh, shit. Yeah, and they were paying him an allowance of $1,000 per month. <sighs> I wish I had this life. I'm sorry, $1,000 per week. Oh, my God. I really wish I had this life. <laughs> yeah. I want an allowance again. I want an allowance, But too. not from, like, my husband. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, from my parents. But yeah. But also, yeah. not really, because I like being able to support myself. <laughs> That's true. But, God, wouldn't life be nice? Yeah, $1,000 a week. Like, uh, I don't even know what I would do with my hands. Yeah, I don't either. And they were paying for his apartment. Oh, my God. So, this guy. All right. His dad, Thomas Gilbert, was 70 years old, and he had founded a hedge fund in 2011. And so he was a really wealthy man. Yeah. He and his wife were well-known in wealthy Manhattan circles. Ooh. Yeah. And she was a, like, former debutante. So she came (laughs) from... Yeah. She came from money, too. And they were both, like fucking the people to be in i want to meet just one debutante (laughs) i could say i'm a debutante (laughs) i won't believe you i'm not (laughs) but i'll say it for you (laughs) tommy's parents wanted him to seek psychiatric help so they agreed amongst themselves that they were going to cut his allowance by a few hundred dollars a week and they were going to stop paying his two thousand four hundred dollar a month rent holy smokes yeah that's my mortgage. Fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> so Tommy attempted to buy a 40 caliber gun in May of 2014 by uh, responding to a Facebook ad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so he knows now. We're cutting your allowance and all this shit. Was there motivation like cut your allowance and go seek help? Yeah. And then we'll give you your money back? I didn't see anything about giving the money back, but they were basically like, dude, you need to like grow support up. yourself, grow up, get help. Like, yeah, you need to become a functioning member of society. Got it. Okay. So he went to go buy this gun on Facebook. On as Facebook. You do. Mm-hmm. And the man selling the gun was in Ohio and he didn't want to ship it to New York. Yeah. So he was like, heck yeah, a buyer, but also I don't want to ship it to New York. 
Yeah. So then Tommy said that he would drive to Ohio to pick up the gun because he had free time in the ne- like coming weeks. Well, I'm sure he didn't have a job or anything. Right? But also, like, why not just find a gun closer to home? I don't know. Like, go to a gun store. I don't know what New York's laws are on guns. Oh, I don't either. And things. But, like, in Arizona, you can literally just, like, go buy one. Yeah. In California, you have to wait, like, 10 days or something, and they do background checks and all that. But you can still just go buy one. Yeah, you can still go buy one, but they have to do, like, background checks. So maybe he didn't want to go through all of that because private sellers don't have to do background checks. Oh, and maybe he had, like, on record that he had the psychiatric issues? Maybe, yeah. Okay. Which I still don't know if that matters in America yet. Oh, I don't know either. I, th- I just assumed it did. <laughs> uh, I think, like, felonies and stuff matter. I don't oh, okay. think that, like, mental problems do. Although oh. they should. Yeah. That's, like, the main problem right now. Yeah. But that's a story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> So, the seller was pumped that Tommy was going to come all the way to Ohio. Yeah. He agreed. And then when Tommy got to the seller's house, he said that he was there for about 30 minutes and that Tommy was ecstatic the whole time. Really? Yeah. He said he was, quote, talking to the room. Uh. Yeah. He would say things like, I can't believe what a great deal I'm getting. Like, as if there was someone else there. What? Yeah. Why would you sell this guy a gun? (laughs) He later came out and was like, if I had known he was psychotic, I wouldn't have let him into my house. Yeah, let alone sell him a gun. Let alone sell him a gun. But also, like, I don't, I think I'd be kind of nervous to go back on a gun deal with a person who I just handed a gun to. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Who had driven however, like, far Ohio to To New York is. Yeah. Like, I might be a little bit nervous about that. (laughs) So he's probably just like, as long as I get out of this, I'm hoping for the best, right? Yeah, yeah. He was also, like, showing the gun off to nobody, like, in the room, like, wow, check this out, you know? Was this guy just observing Tommy in a room? I I mean, he was like, here's the gun, and the guy was like, look at this great deal I'm getting, and, like, (laughs) you know how, like, you're a Craigslist deal or whatever, you have to, like, awkwardly stand there for, like, five minutes until you're like, all right, bye. Yeah, I got my goods. See you (laughs) later. But he was there for 30 minutes, like, hanging out and talking about the gun. (laughs) The seller also sold him a holster and ammo, and before he left, the seller asked Tommy if he wanted to shoot it a couple times in his range at his home. Oh, God. But Tommy said no, and he seemed to just want to leave at that point. Okay, the seller really went the extra mile. Yeah, right? He he originally didn't want to admit that he had sold him ammo, uh-huh. but, I mean, he eventually had to when he was, like, on trial or, Yeah, you know, like, came it. out and said everything. Yeah, but he's like, well, fuck, like, I already sold him the... The gun. Spoiler alert, yeah, murder, the murder weapon. weapon. Yeah. And so he didn't want to, like, sell him the murder weapon and the ammo. Yeah, that actually caused the murder. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really the seller's fault, but also you shouldn't be able to just buy a fucking gun on Facebook. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. From some guy in Ohio. Yeah. Who knew? So then an ex-girlfriend came forward and said that Tommy and his father had always had a strained relationship and that Tommy never thought he was good enough for his dad. Aww. And Tommy also never held down a steady job. Yeah, clearly. We know that part. Yeah. (laughs) He had apparently told people that he was starting his own hedge fund, but showed no real interest in working at it or anything else. Uh Uh-huh. The ex-girlfriend also said that a friend had warned her that Tommy would quote chop her into little tiny pieces <gasps> oh that's something i would say to you exactly <laughs> like he's gonna wear your skin in the streets yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so obviously other people also thought that he was a bit off of his rock <laughs> he's he's got a thousand yard stare <laughs> yeah like that guy's gonna fucking kill someone someday yeah he's gonna chop your body into tiny little pieces oh my gosh he had also been arrested at one point during his time in princeton for cocaine possession and mushrooms oh shit and when he was in the hospital after being admitted high, he attacked a nurse and headbutted her. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a tough day for the nurse. Fuck, man. Can you imagine? You're no. like, are you kidding me? I'm just trying to give you fluids yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Go away. Uh, he was suck. charged with third degree aggravated assault for that. Okay. Also, in 2013, Tommy was living with his friend and he was growing more and more aggressive. Uh-huh. The friend said that he was aggressive when talking about his father and when anyone showed an interest in his ex-girlfriend, Lizzie Frazier. Oh. I don't know who that is, but they named her by name, and I was like, I wonder if she's famous. And then <laughs> I didn't Google her. Because <laughs> he's like a, not celebrity, but yeah. like, you know, 
debutante, the fucking socialite, elite. whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the friend asked him to move out, and Tommy didn't like that. Uh-huh. So he attacked him in the street oh. and hit his head repeatedly on the sidewalk and oh. broke his nose. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was given a restraining order against his friend, but violated it less than a year later by approaching his old friend at the beach and threatening him. Oh my gosh. The friend then only mentioned the beach incident to the police a month later when his family's historic Sag Harbor home was broken into and burned down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This guy has some ragey issues. Well, he wasn't charged with this yeah so we don't know if he actually did this one yet or not okay but, but still tommy was a person of interest in this arson uh-huh and a neighbor had seen a man standing in a graveyard watching well, the house burn what and later police found gasoline soaked rags where the man had been standing okay so it was the culprit yeah so that was the culprit and i don't know if it matched they didn't say if it matched his description or anything interesting how ominous to stand in a graveyard and watch the house burn how creepy to have a graveyard fucking across the street from your house i know well in virginia they have a lot of them they're everywhere on the east coast like you literally can't go down a street without being like oh there's a graveyard i remember playing in them all the time yeah i always look for like the oldest graves (laughs) (laughs) but four months later on January 4th, 2015, Tommy went to his parents' apartment and his mom answered the door and he told his mom that he wanted to talk to his dad about business. Uh-huh. And so his mom thought this is a great idea and <laughs> would be good for both of them, so she left them alone. Okay. Like, she left the apartment. All right. Apparently, she had a bad feeling shortly after this and returned to the apartment. And she went up to the door of the room that they were in and heard silence. And so she got concerned and opened the door. Oh, God. She found her husband laying on the floor with a gunshot wound to his head. No. A gun on his chest under his hand. And he was laying in a puddle of blood and brains. Oh, my gosh. So to look like a suicide because he had a gun in his hand? Yep. Oh. Nothing said that they tested for gunshot residue. Yeah. But also in close proximity, I've heard that it can get... Like everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So, I I mean, I didn't hear if they tested for it or not, but also it wouldn't be odd if they found it near him. Yeah. Anyway. But wouldn't it be like more concentrated on the hand that shot it? Yeah, you would think. Okay. So, Shelly calls 911, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And when they ask her if she knew who had shot her husband, she said, yes, it was my son. He's nuts, but I didn't know he was this nuts. Oh my God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Ugh. Also, you can listen to the 911 call. No. They ask her to start, like, doing CPR and stuff. (gasps) But she hadn't said that he had been shot in the head yet. Like, they hadn't figured that part out yet. And they're like, okay, you know, start CPR. We're doing this. And she's like, okay, I've seen, like, medical shows before. Like, I know what you're asking me to do. Because, you know, they're like, put your hand at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then she was like, I just think he's dead. Oh. Like, there's no, yeah. 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 And they're like, why, basically? And she's like, he was shot in the head. And then the other, like, 911, or there was two 911 operators on the phone. Uh Uh-huh. It was, like, the 911 operator and then, like, a medical helper person. Uh Uh-huh. So then the 911 operator comes back and is like, um, sorry, what? Uh Uh, Do you know who shot him? And that's when she was like, yeah, it was my son. Oh, my gosh. So the police arrest Tommy soon after in his apartment. Yes. And they find hollow point bullets, a laser oh. gun sight, handcuffs, a credit card skimming device. What? And 21 <laughs> blank credit cards. Weird. Yeah. His trial. How do you get a blank credit card? I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah. His trial is literally ongoing right now. Really? So I don't have a final sentencing for you. Oh my gosh. But apparently he's mentally unraveling in the courtroom. Seer- well... Well, during I'm not his that shocked. Tri- yeah, I know, right? Well, during his trial, he continually yelled objections <laughs> during his lawyer's questioning of prosecution's witnesses. What? So, like, his lawyers are out there. Helping him. Yeah, trying to help him. And he's like, objection. Oh, I love it. Is it televised? We need to watch this. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that would be great. He was originally found competent to stand trial. But after all of his outbursts, his lawyers had to stop the trial and ask the judge to order a new mental health evaluation right wow because they're like fucking he said he's crazy <laughs> he said he's affirmatively undermining and sabotaging my ability to defend him yeah 
Yeah. Like, he's just being fucking insane. Yeah. And so the judge denied the request, saying <gasps> that Tommy knew what he was doing. Oh, like that he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. She did, however, have him removed from the courtroom. I don't know if it's, like, for the remainder of the trial or if it was, like, a day or two. Like, we'll bring you in when we need you. <laughs> yeah. They're actually making a movie about this whole story, and it's being produced by Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck, That's right? That's crazy. Yeah. How weird that he had, like, blank credit cards. Yeah. Like, he obviously had some little racket going of stealing, I don't know, Shit. credit cards, Identities monies, stuff, stuff like that. Like, first of all, he hadn't been without his allowance for that long. That's what's so crazy. It's like, why is he doing this? And second of all, he's still getting an allowance. Yeah, They yeah. just lowered it by a couple hundred bucks a week. That's crazy. Which is still a fucking couple Sweet thousand deal. dollars a month. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's insane to me. I can't wow. even imagine. I just can't imagine. I don't know. If I also had my job and then my parents were giving me $1,000 a week, I would be like, what do I do? Yeah. What do like, you need me to I do? I can't buy enough stuff for this. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do with all do this money? you just money? put it in the bank? Like, yeah. thank you. But wow. Keep so it. I wonder what like triggered him all of a sudden to like, I've got to go kill my dad other than the like allowance changing. But it seems like, like that seems like something that would happen. Like the moment you find out, you get mad and you act. Yeah. But like if it had been happening for a while. But they might not have told him in person. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, God damn. Yeah. But there's your lesson, guys. Don't give your kids allowances. And don't buy guns off of Facebook. No, don't sell your guns don't on Facebook. Don't sell guns on Facebook. Yeah. Because yeah, that guy, I'm sure, is dealing with some A lot of shit. emotional stress. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's actually really sad. It's super sad. Yeah. Your own fucking father. Yeah. And that mom went on trial and she was against her son so yeah previous she case, knew. i think she was like defending him yeah not, i don't remember if she actually went on trial to defend him but she was like didn't think that her son had done it yeah 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 but this mom is like nope hell no he did it f you right in the a wow yeah there's a lot of letters you just said there i know you all know what they <laughs> meant <laughs> we all know what they meant well shit yeah on that wonderful note <laughs> Sweet dreams. <laughs> Drive safe. Yeah. Drive fast. Take chances. Drive fast with your eyes closed. Yep. Don't do that. No. Stay safe. Stay safe out hey, there. Hey, everybody. Just be nice to each other. And don't give your kids allowances. Yes. Or give it a reasonable allowance until they're a reasonable age. Yeah. Like until they get a job. We'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to check out pictures related to our cases, go to our website, isgdpodcast.com. Dot com. Also, we have links to our merch and Patreon there. Oh, yeah. We got another Patreon that just came out, so go check it out. Oh, yeah. As little as a dollar, you can support us. sweet, and sweet extra content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do all that jazzy, fancy stuff. Yeah. You can email us suggestions at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you just want to say, what's up, baby? Mm -hmm. You can email us there or reach out to us on social media. At ISGD Podcast. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. You can send us some mail. <laughs> <laughs> I always leave this one to you. <laughs> I, I don't know, know our P.O. Box. <laughs> I was wondering earlier. I'm like, I wonder if she's remembered it by now. Like, nah, I never listen. As soon as you say it, I'm like, do do do. I'm just fucking monkeys in the head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, our P.O. Box is... P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Yeah, mail Aaron some shit. Yeah, I haven't gotten any shit in a while. But don't <laughs> mail me literal shit. <laughs> I really don't want that. No, that's like biological warfare. Yeah, I would not be pleased. Yes. But I will be pleased with letters. Uh-huh. Pen pals. Yep. Fucking whatever else you want to send. <laughs> Ominous keys to something that I don't know what they open. That'd Ooh, be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. You could start a key collection. Yeah, I'll hang them on the wall. Yeah, I like it. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. We appreciate those. Mm -hmm. And send us some goddamns. We don't have any goddamns this week. We oh, didn't have yeah. any last week either. All, All right, right, guys. Until next week. Bye. Bye.